Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidus, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. We're on the top of page, Kufiud Bey's 112, the second line. We were just speaking about the whole Aveda, the service of Aaron, which exists even today, which is to light the candles of the Meneira, which means to the candles refer to the Neshamis, the Jewish souls. And the purpose of Aaron was expressed in his name, Aleph Har Nun, Har being a mountain, which refers to love. And Aleph is Pele, as the word, same letters as Pele, amazing, wondrous, removed, which refers to this type of love, which is removed from limitation. It's unlimited love. And his job was to was the Nun, expressed in the last letter of his name, the final Nun, which is a long letter, which is to draw that down all the way down to our soul and within our body, within how the soul comes into the animal soul and trapped in the body and is hidden and to arouse within that soul that, that amazing love to come back to its source. And this is this is the idea of of Aaron and this idea of him alighting the flames of the Menorah. Um, of the Menorah is basically the flames of the candles of the Menorah refer to the Jewish souls and his his lighting them is to draw them is to bring within them this great love and to arouse within them a great desire to come to up, be uplifted and go back to Hashem to connect to Hashem and basically this is uh, happens all the time even today where there, that there's always drawn down a kayach elyin a supernal power from the source of our soul to arouse this great love within us and that's what we said on the previous page that even though the souls become very far to the extent which even the, the lowest souls that they don't experience even though the soul is literally a piece of Hashem and it is a candle of Hashem meaning it always has this flame fire to Hashem naturally within it but because it's come down to this world it's become concealed and there's even a possibility that it can actually become extinguished this love but Hashem's great kindness upon us he um, before this the soul before this flame this, the fire of the soul becomes extinguished and through, through the darkness of the body and the animal soul Hashem shines upon it this great love from the source of the soul and to arouse within the soul within the little spark of the soul this great love, even though it's become very far, and arouses within this the soul to become, to return and to be aroused in the great love, just like you see by true Bali Chuva, that they were in the deepest of evil and they become aroused in the great Chuva and a true Chuva, like the story of Rabbi Lazar ben Dardaya, that he was totally transformed in one moment. And like we see even in the most irreverent of Jews and the sinners of Israel, that they're very far from godliness, and sometimes we see that their hearts are aroused with a true Chuva, uh, with, it, with a, a broken heart. And the broken spirit, and they all of a sudden just are disgusted with their lives, at least momentarily, and they want to come back to Hashem. And that comes from the source, that arousal comes from the source of their soul. And similarly, we see even by people that are not far from Hashem, that are 
that are observant and they keep the Torah mitzvahs, all of a sudden sometimes they are aroused in this great love and this great desire, this amazing desire, which is not according to the level at which they are on at that moment. They're not on that level to experience such a great desire. And without having prepared for it, and they become aroused in the great desire, an amazing desire to be drawn to godliness with a very strong, strong pull. And then it becomes very easy for them to be aroused in this great love, this great uh, unlimited love. And that was the whole service of Aaron, is to draw down that great love, this unlimited love from the source of the souls of Israel down to the, to the soul, how it's becoming clothed into the body in order to arouse that great yearning of the soul to come back to the flaming torch to Hashem. So that's what we're speaking about now. So we're on Kufyud Base, 112, second line down. The kindling of the flames of the menorah was two times a day, in the morning and and in the evening. Just like the, the commandment of saying the Shema is twice a day in the morning and in the evening. And the inner content of the idea of saying the Shema, the Zayar says, is to... When you say the word Echad, Hashem is one, it's to give over your life, to surrender your life to Hashem, to sacrifice yourself to Hashem in that moment, to be ready to sacrifice your whole life, to give over your whole life, your whole desire, everything in your life to, to, for, to Hashem's will. So similarly, it has to be the, the um, we have to say that that, was, that is the special aid that a person is given from above also twice a day. So just like the idea of Shema is twice a day, so it was similar, similar content to the Shema and the kindling of the flames of the Menorah. So during the Shema, the whole point was to give over your whole life to Hashem, to be ready to give over your life to Hashem. When you think about the idea that Hashem is the only existence, is Echod, He's one. He's not just the only thing that rules everything, that guides all the existence, but He is the only true existence. And then you realize that if he, Hashem is the only true existence, then I want to give my whole life up to Hashem and nullify myself to Him and surrender myself to Him. So... Um, that is the whole content of the Shema, and that's similar to the idea of that is the similar. To, that's the love, basically the great love, the Abba which totally transcends a person's limitations, and to unlimited love from the source of the soul. So, so therefore, we have to say also that that is what uh, when uh, the the what's the idea of the present day idea of Aaron lighting the candles of the Menorah, which exists also today, is to draw down this. Uh, power from the source of our souls to arouse this inner desire to connect to Hashem, even within the soul, how it is in the body. So that is, we have to say that the help, that, that aid which Aaron gives us is, that comes from above, is also twice a day. But the, so it's twice a day, basically Aaron lights the flames of the Menorah, basically he gives us this help to be able to be aroused when we say the Shema and to be able to be aroused with this love which totally transcends our existence this great love to get out of our limitations and to connect to Hashem and that must happen twice a day when the two times that we say the Shema like we explained until now these, this great chesed that Hashem does for us, great kindness that He shines He lights our souls up and gives us the ability to be aroused with this great love so and the two different times during the day when we when the candles of the Menorah were lit, it's they're described differently in the Torah. So when the evening time lighting the candles, it says halos and they're called 
the uplifting or the ascending of the candles of the flames. In the morning, it was called when he was preparing the candles. So we have to understand what the difference between those two expressions describing the kindling of the menorah, preparing or ascending. So the idea is like it says in this Rina the translation is Rina's song is in the is in the evening Vesimcha and joy is in the morning um, so this is a two different types of two different types of joy one is called Rina which is like a singing with joy which is in the evening and joy in the morning so what is the specific idea of Rina of singing with joy that is a it comes from the aspect of severities of Guris. And what does that mean? So, why is this idea of this singing with joy, which comes from the severities, which Gvura is always compared to like fire, which ascends from below to above, or a person, Gvura being a Giber, overpowering all limitations and being able to ascend over, get out of his own limitations. So, being that the ascent during the night, which is the time of darkness, is only can only happen through that overpowering kvura, which which arouses a person to get out of his limitations. So that's why That's why this idea of rina, which is comes from this, is a joy which comes from kvura, overpowering strength. That's why it is in the evening, because during the evening, meaning during the time of concealment, you need that overpowering strength to get out of the limitations, to get out of the darkness. But in the time of the morning, but in the morning, when it's the time of revelation, meaning there is a, a person is able to feel Hashem a lot more, which morning in general, during the morning time, there is more revelation of godliness. It's more of a an opportune time to connect to Hashem. And also the idea of morning implies a revelation of godliness. So in the morning, being that there is already revelation, therefore the ascent to Hashem in that time, it comes through chesed, through kindness, just through revelation, not through overpowering and overcoming the obstacles of the darkness. And that is what is expressed when it says, Behetivayas and Eres. is comes the word toiv. Toiv is chesed, is goodness, which is kindness. So therefore, the kindling of the flames of the menorah and the morning, it says that expression, Behetivay, preparing, which implies goodness, and ascent through chesed. And that's why it says, simcha uh, b'tzafra, joy in the morning, which is just a joy of chesed. Uba Now, let's, let's, let's explain this idea now in service of Hashem. Hainu Allah, So, the uplifting of the godly soul, which is brought about through ha-meitzav which is brought about through the constraints and the pressure that a person feels because he's so distant or so far from Hashem, that through that feeling, through recognizing how far a person is from Hashem and, and becoming aroused and becoming realizing how how he's in a real place of tsar, a, a bad place, a place of constraint, that is what arouses within that yearning to come close to Hashem. So it's an uplifting of the godly soul which is brought about through realizing how far a person is. Um Meaning, and that, when do you use this type of contemplation, meaning realizing how far you are from Hashem, to arouse that yearning to go back, to return closer to Hashem? That's in the time of night, in the time when there is a overpowering darkness in the world, both spiritually and physically. That's when 
we bring that's when the, you should bring about this uh, um, arousal of the yearning to come back to Hashem through recognizing how you're in a place of um, constraints from your farness from Hashem, from your distance from Hashem. So this is and in the morning time, and in the morning time, since it's already a revelation of godliness, therefore you're coming close to Hashem is not through realizing how far you are from Hashem to arouse a yearning to come back, like a thirst to come back to Hashem because you are so far. Rather, it's just through a revelation of godly energy of light. That when the, when the light of the soul is anyways shining, therefore... A person is already, the soul is already in a state of yearning to come back to, to come closer to Hashem. And that is what is implied by the expression when he's preparing the candles, when Aaron is preparing the candles of the Manera in the morning time. is from the word to light up the light of the soul, which is already has, which is already experiencing a more revelation, being that it's the morning time when there is a revelation of godliness. So we have the two ideas in the service of Hashem of the uplifting of the godly soul, which either in during the nighttime when there's a concealment of godliness to arouse your godly soul to come close to Hashem is through recognizing how far you are from Hashem and how you are in a place of constraints of distance from Hashem and that arouses a thirst for the godly soul to come closer back to Hashem. But in the morning time when there's any ways of revelation, it's the, the arousing of the godly soul is just through bringing more revelation to the soul, being more chesed, not an idea of of gvura in the in the um, morning time. Vihine, uh, behold, bichdei shi'i In order that there should be the ascending of the candles, the flames of the menorah, meaning the ascending of our godly souls back to their source. It says first that in the commandment of Hashem, first you have to take for yourself shemen a pure olive oil, which is crushed in order to be a luminary. So, in order that we should be able to have, experience this idea of the of Aaron causing our souls to ascend to Hashem by bringing down to us a great love, which causes us to um, uh, to be aroused in a intense love to ascend to Hashem. First, there has to be this avoid this spiritual idea of taking for yourself the pure olive oil. What does that mean? Even though that the ascending, the, the kindling of the flames of the Jewish souls is through but however, the taking of the Shemin um, Lemoyer, the olive oil, for a, a luminary in order to light up the flames of the luminary, like simple in the simple sense, in order to have the whole idea of uh, lighting a candle of the menorah, there has, it has to have it only could happen through the olive oil that you put with the wicks and the the olive oil caused the flames of the candles to be able to be lit in the first place. If there's no oil, there's no flame. And uh, it says in the verse that the taking of the olive oil for in order to allow for this flames to be lit has to be a lechol, which a lechol is to you, which refers to in the verse over there to Moshe. Specifically, so therefore, the ascending, actually, the actual causing of the ascent of the Jewish souls is in the kindling of the menorah is through iron. However, taking the olive oil in order to allow for that ascent is through Moshe. So the explanation of this idea of what is this idea of taking the olive oil through Moshe? Like we said before, Aaron is the escort for the queen, meaning for the Jewish souls to go up to Hashem. But however, Moshe, on the other hand, is the escort for the king to bring Hashem down to the Jewish souls. Meaning that Moshe's job was the opposite. He was, his job was to draw down a revelation of Hashem 
into a revelation of the essence of Hashem into the Jewish souls. So how can we how can we see that Moshe's job was this idea of bringing down godliness to the Jewish souls? Because the the drawing down the bringing down of Torah is through Moshe. Moshe was the one that brought the Torah to the Jewish people in the simple sense and also spiritual sense. His job if his soul is to draw down the Torah to to the Jewish people. Like it says in the verse, the Torah which Moshe has commanded us is an inheritance for the uh, to the congregation of Jacob, meaning that Moshe is commanding the Torah to us, to the congregation of Jacob, bringing it down to us. And similarly, the same idea applies every generation. The drawing down of the Torah, which is the Dvar Hashem, meaning the drawing down of the words of Hashem, which refers to the laws of the Torah, who all day Moshe is through the soul of Moshe in every generation. Like we see in the Gemara, that other sages, other sages are also called Moshe. When they said, it's like this Gemara says, when one of the sages some, said something that was good, and the other sage agreed to him, he says he called him like a nickname, like Moshe. You said very well. So we see that the Moshe, every generation's job is to draw down the words of Hashem, meaning to draw down the Torah to the person, and which means to draw down the Torah, meaning the the pure Torah that a person should be able to connect to the godly energy within the Torah, not just to the seichel. The intellectual idea of the Torah, which is not the true essence of the Torah, but Moshe's job is to draw down the essence, meaning the God, the revelation, the revelation, the appreciation that it's Hashem's Torah, the Dvar Hashem, that this is the words of Hashem. He, Moshe's soul allows us to feel that when we learn Torah, this is the words of Hashem. So let's understand understand that more. The main idea here is the Moshe Mamshik Kinas Gili Atmos Eidin Seif Bukhachman the that Moshe's soul is, 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 is purpose is to draw down the revelation of the essence of the infinite energy of Hashem, the essence of Hashem within the wisdom of the Torah. So there is the wisdom of the Torah. When you learn Torah, you can connect to the wisdom of it or you can connect to the godliness within the Torah. And the point of Torah is not just to connect to the wisdom of it, even though this is godly wisdom, but when you connect to just the wisdom, this is just the outer layer of the Torah. The, the, the true purpose is to connect to this the actual godliness within the Torah, the, meaning... When you're learning Torah, a person can just get taken away and distracted by the great, you know, wondrous wisdom of the logic of the Torah. But that is just connecting to the godly wisdom of the Torah, which is still not the essence of Hashem. The true purpose is when you're learning Torah to realize that this is the words of Hashem that I'm actually learning, and to realize that you're connecting to Hashem Himself. And that was Moshe's job, was to allow for that connection to happen. The Chavdal Sifrin Deir Aisa, that the 24 books of the Tanakh, of the Torah, it says about these 24 books of the Torah, it says, it says about Rivka, she filled up her jug by the river um, to give to the, the to give to Eliezer to drink, but here in the deeper sense, Kada, her, her, her jug is spelled Chav Dalid and Hey, Chav Dalid is 24, referring to the 24 books of the Torah, and it says about them, she filled up the 24 books of the Torah. She filled up her jug. What does that mean? Shehein kad maimd chachma, which refers to the jug of water of chachma. So there's the chachma of atzilus, which is the wisdom of Hashem. That's the wisdom of the Torah. But that is just an external, so to say, like a vessel, a jug that should be filled up with the revelation of Hashem, meaning with actually Hashem's essence, which is within the Torah. Behind the Torah, 
which this refers to the the um, the ray of chachma, which comes in a revealed way to enclose into the letters, the actual letters of the Torah. Like it says in the verse that the in a deeper sense, the chachma of atzilus comes from ayin, comes from nothingness, meaning it comes from it's the first level in the chain of creation, and above that is ayin, is nothingness, meaning is above our comprehension. It basically is keser, which totally transcends the spheres, which is basically an unlimited revelation. And chachma is the first level which comes from ayin, from that nothingness. But meaning to say that chachma is the first yesh, is the first existence within creation. It's the highest level of all of creation, the highest yesh, the highest existence, but it is the first existence. Meaning to say also that it's just a kli, it's just a vessel which can contain, a jug which can contain the revelation of Hashem's essence within the Torah. However, the inner core and the essence of the Chochma, that wisdom of the Torah, is totally above revelation. So, there is the level of the Chochma, the wisdom of the Torah, which is like this jug which takes the water of Torah, but basically the jug of Torah is the revealed, that which the, the revealed aspect of Torah, the wisdom of Torah, which comes down and enclosed into the actual letters of the Torah. And that was the level which is come, can, can come into Revelation because it's a lower level. But then there's a higher level, the inner essence of the Chokhmah, which is above Revelation. In order that there should be able to be the descent and the drawing down of the essence, the inner core of that wisdom, the divine wisdom of Torah, that comes through Moshe's soul, that his source, Moshe's source is from that inner core of Chokhmah. Like it says in the verse, I pulled him out of the water, which in a deeper sense refers to pulling Moshe's soul out from this place of the supernal waters. From the supernal waters, which is above the firmament, meaning above the um, concealment, the contraction of the parsa, basically between Chachma and above Chachma, which is the contraction, this concealment, this veil, which is between Keser and Chachma. Like I said, Chachma comes from nothingness, the nothingness of Keser, above, above Atzilus. And there is a huge contraction, concealment, diminishment of divine energy between Chachma and above Chachma. So Moshe's soul came from the Panemius of Chachma, the inner core of Chachma, meaning above Chachma. And he was the one that was drawing down the water into the jug of the 24 books of the Torah. I mean, he was the one that was able to draw down the revelation of Hashem within to the wisdom and the letters of the Torah. The Lachim. And that's why Ksiv Boy, that's why it says in the Torah about Moshe, Kfad Pek, Fad I am heavy of mouth, heavy of tongue, meaning to say that he had a stutter, that he wasn't able to speak very well. Very well. What is that? What is the spiritual connotation of that? Um, so the Zayar says that means these two expressions when it said he was heavy of mouth and heavy of tongue. Heavy of mouth refers to the oral Torah, and heavy of tongue refers to the written Torah. Being that his soul comes from the hidden Chachma, the inner core of Chachma, basically from Keser, which totally transcends Chachma, which is not in a state of revelation at all, to come into a state of, um, of um, enclosement into the actual letters and the speech of the Torah. So basically, Moshe's soul, we see, is... His, why wasn't he able to? Um, why, why was? Why did he have a problem speaking? Because he basically speaking is the whole idea of revelation. When you speak, you're revealing to somebody what was your inner thoughts or your inner feelings. 
until now it was hidden within your mind and you're speaking to him. So revelation. So Moshe did not have an easy time of revelation. Why? Because his soul came from the level of Pimisa Chachma, of basically Keser, which totally transcends all ability to become revealed to the creations because it is totally above the capacity of the creations to receive that. So his soul came from that level of the Pimisa of Chachma, which is above revelation. That's why he had a hard time with that idea of speech, which is, which is revelation. And his Chachma totally transcends the Chachma of Torah, ter- both Torah Shabbat and Torah Shabbat, they're written in the oral Torah. Because those are just from the revealed Chachma of Atilas. But he comes from the, Moshe's soul comes from the inner core of Chachma, which is Keser, basically, which transcends Atilas. Um, but Hashem answered to Moshe when he says, I'm, I cannot speak very well, therefore, why should I come to Pare and tell him to take the Jewish people out? I can't really speak well. Hashem answered Moshe, I will be with your mouth, meaning I will be with your speech. I will allow you. I am Hashem, I can make anyone speak who has given mouth to a man. Hashem can make Moshe even be able to have this idea of revelation. Which, what does that mean in the spiritual sense over here? Hashem uses the words over here, which refers to Hashem in his very essence, which that level of Hashem's essence was revealed at the giving of the Torah. Like it says, Hashem himself descended on Mount Sinai, and he said, I, meaning I myself, in my very essence, am Hashem your God. From the level, meaning to say that when Hashem said, I will be with your mouth, that from the level of Anoichi, meaning from the level of Hashem's very essence, there's, there's the ability to be even an idea of Peh, of a mouth, a revelation, even to the level of the hidden Chochmah, meaning of the level which usually transcends all ability of revelation of Kesser, Mishum to the Gabi because compared to the level of Hashem's essence of Anoichi, Misha Anoichi, I am who I am, meaning Hashem's essence, Niglu Kol Talumis Gam Talumis anything, all hidden, all hidden levels are become revealed, even the, the hidden levels of Chochma. Basically, the level of Anoichi, Hashem's essence, transcends. Um, all definitions, both definitions, both revelation and concealment. Anoichi, Hashem's very essence, is above all definitions, is totally simple and totally removed and stripped from all definitions, limitations. So therefore, when there's a revelation of Anoichi, which is above both revelation and even above concealment, the inner concealments, there can be, that he has the ability to transform even this inner concealment of the inner Chachma to allow that level to become revealed. Anoichi eya I will be with your mouth. Meaning, even though usually you come from the level of Chacham, which is totally above but the level of Anoichi, Hashem in His very essence is all able to even allow for that hidden level, that level which is totally usually above revelation, to bring that, to transform that level, to be able to be revealed. And this is what it says, means what it says in the verse. So it says, My words which I have placed in your mouth. Dvorai Davka, the Diokir, the specific inference in this verse is Dvorai, my words. Specifically, this is the speech of the Torah, which is drawn down from the level of Anoichi, from the level of I myself, Hashem, which is the level of Keser, which transcends even Chachma of Torah. So basically, Moshe's job was to draw down that water within the Torah, to draw down the essence of the inner essence of Chachma in the Torah, meaning to draw down the revelation of godliness within Torah, that a person, when he learns Torah, it should actually be Dvorai, my words, meaning the words of Hashem himself speaking, and the person should sense that when he's learning the Torah. And Moshe's soul was, the purpose of Moshe's soul is to allow us to have that feeling when we're learning Torah. When we call Mokim, now nevertheless, 
the drawing down, the drawing down of that level of anuchi, of that level of the pinimis of chachma, to allow us to feel that when we're learning Torah, the drawing down of that level is through the soul of Moshe Shehu, Bchines Chachma Nelama, that his soul comes from that hidden, the inner core of Chachma. Lochi and Anuchi Eye in Pichadavka, that's why Anuchi Eye in I will be, meaning the essence of Hashem will be with your mouth. Moshe basically, um, he is that level of the inner core of Chachma. Therefore, he has the ability to draw down that level to the Jewish souls when they're learning Torah. Moshe Yadabir. And it also says about Moshe, Moshe will speak the Ten Commandments and Hashem will answer him. What does that mean in a deeper sense? Yadaber, speak, also comes from the word Hanhaga, to, to lead. Like it says, Yadber Amim, he will lead the nations. So it says about Moshe, Moshe Yadaber, Moshe will speak, meaning, he will lead and draw down the revelation of the essence of Hashem into the Torah because his soul comes from that hidden essence of, meaning the hidden um, core of Chachma, which is basically Kester, which is basically Arian Saif, the revelation of the infinite essence of Hashem, his soul comes from that that divine, sublime level. Therefore, Moshe Daber, he is able to draw down that level to us. The Shadish Moshe, who, that the source of Moshe's soul is from the hidden Chachma, which is basically Kester, Gam and even on a higher level, more specifically, Moshe's source is from the Ma of Ak, which is basically the level of Chokhmah, how it is in Adam Kadmin, the primordial man, which is basically the primordial thought of Hashem of all of creation before it comes into actual details. So even higher than this level of Chokhmah Stima. Therefore, Moshe has the ability to speak, meaning to lead and to draw down the revelation of the of the infinite energy of Hashem, even within the level of the Torah, how it is in the world of Atzilus, meaning the wisdom of Atzilus, which is a lower level, which is already the level which where terror takes on a certain form of the vessel of, of the of the wisdom of Atilas, a certain definition. So he has the ability to draw down that level, which usually transcends revelation, but to bring it down into the level of Atilas, which usually cannot appreciate that level, which is above Atilas. But he able uh, but Moshe, being that his soul comes from that sublime level, has the ability to bring together the above revelation with the revelation. And he and Moshe also draws down that um, that level of the Gilead and the revelation of the infinite essence of Hashem, even into the Torah of of the lower worlds of creation, formation, and even the lower, lowest world of Asiya, our world. Um, until he can even bring it down to the Torah, which is in the Elam Asiya, Gashmi, the physical world which is before us, the Torah which is which we learn. Now, so we see that Moshe's job was what? To draw down the essence of Hashem into the Torah which we are learning. And now, let's understand what it meant when Moshe had, was the one that, take the, that took the oil for the ability that the candles of the Meneer should be lit. What does that mean now? How does that connect to the idea of him drawing down the revelation of Hashem, the, of the infinite energy of Hashem, from above the Seder Stalshals into the Torah, so that the Torah we learn should be not just connecting to the wisdom of Hashem, but even to the essence of Hashem, to the real godliness when we're learning Torah? How does that connect to the taking of the oil, the oil for the Menira? And this is why, when it says about the, um, the oil for illumination, to be a luminary. A source of light. It says, you should take to you, which refers to Moshe Davka, specifically to Moshe. Because Moshe specifically had this connection to 
the source of Chachma, which is above Seder Stelz, which is above all revelation. And therefore, he was able to bring down the Eridian Seif, the revelation the, of the infinite essence of Hashem, into the Teira, and not just the Chachma of Teira, not just the Teira, how the wisdom of Teira is already descended and become taken on a certain form and limitation, definition in the world of Atzilus. So now we're returning to this idea of, um, like we said before, that in order that there should be the kindling of the flames, the candles of the Meneira, it says first you should take the, the Shem and take the olive oil to Moshe. That the whole idea of the kindling of the flames of the Meneira through Arin can only happen through taking the oil to Moshe first. So what is this whole idea of explaining Moshe now as being as the one who is the uh, the escorter the escorter of the king, meaning the one that draws down the infinite energy of Hashem, the infinite essence of Hashem down to the, the Jewish souls while they're learning Torah. Um, fine. So now, going on further on that idea of and now when it says that you should take the Shem and Lemoyer, you should take this oil for to be a luminary, a luminary to Moshe, Mo'oyer is not just a, a, it's not a, it's an exact term over here. It refers to the source of light, not just the light which which goes out of that source. It's the source of light. Like it says, the saying of the sages, that um, you should always learn Torah even without, if not for the right purposes, not for the proper reasons, because even Shalali Shema, because Hamoyer Shabal Machzir Lemutav, the luminary, the source of light within the Torah, will return a person to the right path. So again, we see over here that the Hamoyer refers to the source of light. The Torah, because Torah Nikras Ayit, Torah is called light. like it says in the verse, in the Torah of light, Ner Mitzvah, the candle is a mitzvah, and Torah and Torah is light. And the light aspect of Torah is referring only to the Ray of Chachma of Terah alone, meaning only that lower level of the of the of the light of Terah. How Terah already descends uh, down and becomes limited and defined in the world of Atzilus, the Chachma of Atzilus. Similar to the idea of the light and the ray of the sun, This is just a external ray. It's just only an external ray, and not the essence and the core, the not the actual sun itself, the orb of the sun itself. She'ene meir meir ba'aziv, which the actual sun, the orb of the sun itself, does not shine at all within the external ray, which extends out from the sun. So the external ray has no comparison at all to the essence of the sun, to the extent that there's nothing of that that essence within the within the shining, within the ray of the, the ray of the sun. Even though the ray is is has many qualities. Similar to the actual orb of the sun, it's shiny, gives off light, etc. But it has no comparison to that essence, and therefore there is nothing of that essence of the sun within the external ray of the sun. So that is the similar idea between the difference between Moir and Oir, the source of light and the light. This is the light of the Torah. Which refers to the 24 books of the Torah. This is just like we said before, the Chav Dalid Sforin, the 24 books, Chav Dalid in Hebrew is the word Kad, which refers to the jug. Like we said before in the story of Rivka, that um, her jug, and she filled up water with it for the camels of Eliezer. So, 
the 24 books of the Torah, which 24 is this idea of jug, is only just a jug of water, meaning the jug of water from Chachma, which in the Kabbalah, Chachma is called the Meya Chachma, the water of Chachma. Which has no comparison at all to the to the um, sea of Chachma itself, meaning there's the water of Chachma, meaning just the extension from that sea. It's how you've taken the water out of the sea. And that's already how the godliness has become diminished and contracted and relating now to the specific level of Chochmah of Atzilus, the wisdom of Hashem, how it is expressed in the world of Atzilus, which is the first world, meaning it's a already defined level. It's not infinite. It's not above all limitation. So that is the water of Chochmah. Then there's the sea of Chochmah, where all the water is sourced in, meaning the source of the Chochmah, which has no comparison at all. The water of Chochmah, which is the external ray, so to say, the external ray of the Torah, the light of the Torah, how it is in the world of Atzilus, has no comparison to the Sea of Chachma itself. Now we're on the top of page Kufkid Gimel, and we'll stop there in the first line on top. Thank you everybody for listening to the new podcast, Chassidus. This is Levi Gelb, and if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chassidusonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Maimur Mavur explanation on a Maimur from Torah Lukute Torah almost every week. And there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other, our older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tevin. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this uh, for this podcast. Please consider doing that. It will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And you can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email, email me at rabbigelb at gmail. And we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of every of that episode. Thank you very much.